0: to align with the external environment and consumers who are engaged with these new journeys and have been forced to do it because of COVID. That's why it's important for pharmacies to engage with digital solutions and online solutions because it is now part of the everyday for even people like my dad, who's 75 year old. Hi, I'm Aaron D'Souza, General Manager of Guild Digital, and you are listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast.
1: Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. We are living in a digital world, and this means that a website is crucial for all businesses. Community Pharmacy is no exception. Consumers today are more likely to visit a website before they visit the shop, and they are looking for all the information that they can get to make an informed impression. Businesses also need to engage their customers online, and this is where things like social media comes in. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn allow community pharmacies to build relationships with customers, increase market reach, and develop their brand voice. Today, we welcome back Aaron D'Souza, pharmacist and general manager of Guild Digital, to run us through the importance of an online presence for community pharmacies. An expert in enabling pharmacies to realize their business goals through digital technologies, Aaron provides his best tips and tricks to make the most out of websites and social media. Here's Aaron. Aaron, thanks for joining us today. We're talking about community pharmacies getting digitally enabled with websites and social media. But before we get into that, those important elements, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in this area?
0: I think my most credible feature is that I'm a pharmacist. I've been there. I've been there um, dispensing. Um, I still am a pharmacist. I still dispense. I vaccinate. Um, I've been a pharmacy owner. Um, I'm also uh, what I call a digital realist Um, and when I mean that I try to ensure that everything digital comes down to a problem being solved in a pharmacy, a problem for a consumer, a problem for a pharmacy, a problem for an owner, or problem even at an admin level as well. And um, out of all of that as well, um, I've decided that uh, uh, an MBA in digital transformation is a really important thing to have. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing that as well, uh, I'm going well, actually doing better than that, that I did in <laughs> pharmacy school, um, and, um, and through all of that, and my lessons over the last four and a half to five years with, uh, with Pharmacy Click and Collect and Guild Digital being the heads of those and, and now um, being the head of eSolutions at Guildlink. Um, I see it all from a, um, from, from a consumer's perspective, a pharmacist's perspective, an owner's perspective, and I'm able to bring all of that together into practical solutions using digital tools to solve um, real problems uh, across our industry.
1: That's great, Aaron, ticking all of the important boxes for us there. Now, as we've seen last year, things can change very, very quickly. And businesses, they can't necessarily rely on the in-store, maybe the face-to-face interactions that they're used to with their customers day in, day out anymore. In this sense, from your point of view, how important is it to ensure that a business has an online presence? It's
0: not only important. We have to also add in there that is urgent. I mean, let's look at the last year: bushfires, um, a, a pandemic with with its social distancing, lockdowns. I mean, what else uh, needs to be thrown at us to to recognise the importance of first of all connection, but second of all, really looking at the external environment outside the pharmacy and. Riding the wave, and that's where digital can really help. Now, now COVID is driving so much and, and so many pharmacies would be changing the way that they're working internally based upon that external environment. And I think just I, I really want to give you an example about how important that is. And I'm going to use the example of my dad, okay, so my dad, who um, uh, is a boilermaker by trade and he um, never really in his jobs, like he had had a little bit to do with computers as he went through and became a real estate agent, but my dad was never really good with, with computers. He now will never get off his phone and he is the family expert In scanning QR codes, he thinks it's the greatest thing that he can do. If we go out to a cafe or we go out for a a beer, he's the guy who whips out his phone. He knows how to scan that QR code. He knows how to input his detail. Now, my dad is somewhere, but he just turned 75 years old. So he's in the prime medication user um, uh, uh, demographic, the, this prime demographic that, that pharmacies are in desperate to engage. Um, and, and he's the guy using his phone. So you ask me your questions about importance. It's important because to align with the external environment and consumers who are engaged with these new journeys and have been forced to do it because of COVID, that's why it's important for pharmacies to engage with with with, with digital solutions and online solutions because it is now part of the everyday for even people like my dad who's 75-year-old and he's the QR king of Brisbane, yeah.
1: Well, clearly we know and we want businesses to be more digitally focused, but ultimately that's in response to our patients and their changing approaches. And that story about your dad really highlights, really underlines those changing approaches. We know patients are becoming more digitally focused now than ever before, and that's going to continue. And we can see this Reflected in things like the explosion of online retailing, especially last year and and home delivery apps. Is this something, Aaron, that we could or should continue to expect in the community pharmacy industry?
0: I love that word explosion. And it's absolutely the right image. Let's just look at Australia Post, right? So they have, and this is the last figures that they published, they had something like a 7% growth to $7.5 billion, and they can attribute a lot of that growth, the majority of that growth to e-commerce parcel delivery growth. Now, they specifically at the same time, they also say that their le- traditional letter business has gone backwards. So, they've been able to achieve 7% growth when their traditional business has gone backwards and they can say it's got to do with parcel delivery. That's what happens when there's an explosion, right? And you're absolutely right, Dan, home delivery apps or home deliveries via ha- handled by apps or handled by websites are an important part of that um, of, of that story. Um, so yes, the short answer is absolutely yes. Community pharmacies need to look at how home deliveries can be part of their mix. And we shouldn't be lulled into a false sense of security around um, the COVID vaccine that's coming out. It's not that we'll go back to normal and that the new normal will disappear. The new normal is normal now. And we have to recognise that social distancing will still be part of the mix. It'll still be a desire for people to have parcels delivered to their house. Why? Because it's way more convenient. (laughs) And it solves so many pain points. And and I see this with the figures that we see in our mobile e-commerce solution in the My Pharmacy Link app. And I want to give you an example of this. We, at the time of COVID, when it, when it really started, the lockdown started to come through um, uh, uh, early to, 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 to middle of uh, 2020, we rapidly brought in, in the My Pharmacy Link app, an e-commerce solution where you could pay for your prescriptions and request delivery. And we used the word explosion before. It has exploded, but it has also been maintained And so we see ongoing growth due to electronic prescriptions, due to uh, demands of consumers wanting deliveries and wanting to pay online. So there's no doubt that this is here to stay and community pharmacy across the country, no matter where you are, should be looking at having those options for patients because it is not a disjointed uh, uh, environment for a consumer. If a consumer has a great experience with Amazon or eBay or another online retailer or even a bricks-and-mortar retailer who provides online experiences via Omnichannel, they will expect that of their community pharmacy. And for those community pharmacies who are, who are, who are trying to be, and I use the word, immune to that, um, if they're trying to be immune to that, I'm so sorry, there is no protection against that. got to move with the times and you can do it in simple ways. um, But the key thing is to be open to this new world where the pharmacy is taken to the front door rather than the patient coming into bricks and mortar. Really important point.
1: I want to pick up on the word expectations that you used there. Aaron, if we know patients are more and more digitally focused and their expectations are changing, and pharmacies need to focus on digital as well, obviously in a response to patients changing their expectations. What information are patients looking for when they jump online? What are the consumer expectations of a pharmacy these days with regard to their online presence and their capability?
0: Really great question, and how much time have we got? (laughs) Um, so, so, So obviously every consumer is unique, there's a lot of, um, you know, special special needs for special situations. Let, let's just, however, focus on the basics, okay? So what's the, one of the first actions that someone will do is they will say, you know, and I, I'm, I'm going to be very careful here because I don't want my mobile phone to go off, but they'll say something like, hey, Google, and um, what that will do is, is, is stimulate a pathway or they'll type it into Google. Uh, their specific need, a pharmacy near me, um, and and the Google uh, journey as a as a first you know kind of um, step on the way is an important one. That's where um, Google My Business comes in, and as a very free, really powerful tool, I really recommend pharmacies get in, uh, make sure that their Google My Business page is 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 tickety boo. But that has to end. In a informative journey, you ask me about what's the expectations. The expectations is a rich experience online, which solves their very unique problems. So, um, something as simple as opening hours, where where you where your pharmacy is, is the parking good? What are your key services? Um, and that then expands into, well, I'm looking for a very specific health topic, information about a health topic. Can you help me? Um, We see a lot of compounding pharmacies um, really getting into this area and having a rich information source on their website. A lot of our Guild Digital clients are in fact compounding pharmacies who put a lot of information online and it's a specialty area of ours. Um, uh, Patients will be looking for what range of products or brands do you have? You know, you don't have to have a full e-commerce experience, but at least a representation of the brands that they're looking for. We've in recent times seen a huge demand by pharmacies to have their app downloadable on the website so the my pharmacy link app and and I will also mention the MedAdvisor app as well because we cater for all pharmacies uh, no matter what app they use um, being able to be downloaded on their website or having a video of how to use the app and what the benefits of the app are so that's another important point there and looking forward what we are we're seeing once again that word explosion what we're seeing is about bookings online So bookings online uh, is a massive part, and we should probably do another podcast just on the online bookings landscape. But all I can say at this point is being able to book a service, be it a vaccination uh, for flu season, Or when it comes through into phase 2A and 2B, booking with their pharmacy a COVID shot, which will see significant demand, Um, you want to be able to book that through the website and not have to have thousands of phone calls every day to see whether you do flu shots, um, whether you do COVID shots, what time can I book in? You really want to have all that on the website. So ultimately, your website becomes a 24-hour concierge to your business. So that's what we've seen um, uh, across the Guild Digital sphere and we've had um, massive increases in in bookings for other services as well as soon as pharmacies put their booking link on their Guild Digital website. Really important um, features.
1: But Aaron, with those online bookings traditionally, people are used to getting in their car or on the bus or riding their bike or walking around to the pharmacy and walking in and speaking to somebody and maybe trying to make a booking. And I know I've had this experience myself with my local pharmacy. I've walked in and asked about flu vaccinations and they say, we're not ready to take flu vaccinations yet. And I think, well, why not? And when will you, and when will I know about it? And so for me, I'm wondering if the key is for pharmacies to make sure that they're capturing patient data and using that to communicate these things. Because if you don't take online bookings now and you add that as a functionality to your website later, how will people know?
0: Again, a really important part of that customer journey, of course, is being aware. You know, when you talk to any marketing person, they'll talk about awareness, consideration, acquisition, service, and loyalty. So so you've touched on that really important point of awareness And and this is where um, we have examples of of Guild Digital clients who have set up um, what we call an email distribution list. So this is not just sent out of your Outlook, but this is sent out of an email distribution management system like MailChimp, which is free to use, up to 2,000 email addresses, it allows you to get on the front foot. I'm I'm a cricket player. I love my cricket and I love this analogy, get on the front foot, because if if you can get that message out there ahead of time, imagine how much time and disappointment you're going to save and how much value you'll bring to your clients with your brand in your local area that you'll give them the information beforehand then you're making them feel like they're insiders by giving them one simple email every week or every two weeks or perhaps even every month I'd recommend every week at the moment about what's coming up next when are the timelines and if you can engage them with those that type of, of insider information they will love you and they will book with you they will, they will want to engage with your business because you've provided them value. So absolutely, before you jump on the bus, jump off the bus, walk into a pharmacy and ask the question only to be disappointed, send the email the night before and so Dan can go and have a coffee instead of walking <laughs> into the pharmacy and being disappointed, yeah.
1: Now, Aaron, you talked about pharmacies not ignoring changing digital expectations of patients and that they aren't immune to those changes so what are the consequences for community pharmacies if they don't start to look at adopting some better or more online capability is it as simple as these competitors out there who are looking to fill the online market base because we've seen it in other industries with things like uber haven't we
0: Dan, Dan you, you bring up a really good point, and, and I have to just say it's pain. <laughs> it's, it's lots of pain. Um, it's pain for consumers. It's pain for pharmacists. It's pain in your financial statements. It's pain in wasting time because competitors are out there looking for pain points. When I say competitors, the major groups, and and you everyone knows who I'm talking about, but the major group out there and the other major groups out there are gearing up for flu. They're gearing up for covid. They will use flu to launch into covid. They will gain the attention and the attraction of consumers and this is why the average community pharmacy out there, the everyday pharmacist has to have this digital presence to engage that customers to get on the front foot to make their pharmacy e convenient it is absolutely not beyond the possibility for an independent community pharmacy the tools are ready to go and and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll list them here one google my business you can do that for free second of all a website with Guild digital that way you don't have to do all the content yourself and you have all of the tools available and we plug it in and create a web um, experience for your customers which drive them to you You want to have a platform as well to do your professional work. And that is where Guildcare and the My Pharmacy link comes in. But Guildcare is literally custom built for this situation and it will help you to compete in a very competitive environment. And at some point, it will actually give you a significant competitive advantage because you'll be in control of the consumer journey. You can literally, through Guildcare, and I'll give you an example here, So, when flu or COVID is being advertised online, the large groups will be able to have um, their website set up with a booking link. You can have that too. When they book online with the large groups, it will come through to whatever software they're using in the pharmacy. You can have that too, because Guildcare has a unique booking link for your pharmacy. And you can book, they can book directly with you and the case can come directly with your your pharmacist and they complete the vaccination case there in the pharmacy and they can then upload that into AIR and to the PPA portal and whatever else needs to be done in terms of integration for recording and for payment. So this pain that a consumer feels can be solved by you And the pain that your pharmacist feels in wasted time and effort and phone calls and having a separate diary and doing all of that can be solved by the use of digital tools. And there's a package purely available fit for pharmacy that gives you that competitive advantage. It's actually really exciting that we can do this. As, a, uh, as an industry, on an individual pharmacy. Uh, something level. I, I hope my passion's coming across here because it's just such an exciting time for pharmacy.
1: Okay, so we've established that an online presence is vitally important for community pharmacies going forward. Let's say somebody's listening, a pharmacy owner or manager, and they're thinking, this all sounds great, but where do I start? Aaron, what are some of the steps that pharmacy owners or managers can start taking today? to get the ball rolling on building their online presence clearly through their website or their social media?
0: My mum was a teacher, and so she would always tell me that a great education is the first place to start, and I completely agree. So Guild Digital has got free... Tools of leaders in pharmacy to educate themselves and really learn about the landscape. And that's the first place. Um, Reach out to us via our website, guilddigital.com.au. And we have the Australian Pharmacy Digital Engagement Guide. It's a free resource which you can flip through, you can have a bit of a a, a read about and learn about what you could be doing. We also have um, access to the Digital Engagement Framework Workbook, which is an excellent. Planning tool. So we've got lots of um, of tools to help pharmacies. First of all, to even just understand their local area, to know what tools do I need to offer my patients online. And I really recommend that um, you you reach out to us. Uh, and, and right now, uh, straight after you finished, you know this podcast, please go and Google the Google Digital Garage training. Google Digital Garage training. Now, if you if you have a look at that training and you engage with that, it is it is really pitched at uh, using using uh, everyday terms at how Google can help you and the importance of uh, of, of of understanding customer journeys. And the importance of having specific digital infrastructure um, that will really help you. And then I really recommend um, pharmacists um, uh, and pharmacy owners get on board with that right now.
1: You mentioned some great tools earlier, and I want to sort of touch on apps a little bit, but I also want to put a bit of an underline on that answer that you just gave, but also everything that we've spoken about so far, because we're starting to see a lot of community pharmacies embrace app technology, which can help. Streamline business operations. You gave some great examples before about how when people are booking flu vaccinations or COVID vaccinations, how that information will flow through and streamline the business. And ultimately that's all about improving patient care. Aaron, is there a wide appeal for this kind of technology in healthcare? And is it just another case of jump on board or be left behind for community pharmacy?
0: It's time. It's just time. COVID has been the major catalyst to this. But add into the mix electronic prescribing. You've got to be left behind if you're not pacing with the external environment, and apps absolutely play a role in this. And what we talk about is a human to digital to human framework. What I mean is, I as a consumer have a problem, I use a digital medium, To connect with another human being who can help me solve that problem. Let's look at the app in the electronic prescribing um, uh, landscape. I am given a token, I as a human. I don't know how to get it to the pharmacy remotely. The app can ingest it and send it to the pharmacy. And that human on the other end can dispense it and can provide me with a, a health service either via the phone or via the app or in person that I, that connects me to, to a solution that solves my health problem. So the app is a really, really important part of that. Um, let's also look at, uh, at at how pharmacies are using um, website experiences as well. So we look at um, one of my clients at Guild Digital. They're a, a rural pharmacy um, and what they do is they use Facebook Messenger embedded on their website and they use that because they know that their local community is a heavy user of Facebook. They are involved with Facebook forums uh, and what they encourage on their website is a, they've got a little uh, plug that we put in there, and they use that to chat with their customers about availability of stock uh, and they grow uh, their online presence via, via being there for their consumers via that simple little uh, messenger plugin. So it's not about just having a health app. They are using the app Sphere <laughs> to connect their business with a wide range of consumers in their local area who have other apps on their phone.
1: Amazing chat. Absolutely chock full of really important and pressing advice and tips around the focus and improvement that community pharmacies really do need to be having on the digital front. Aaron D'Souza, General Manager of Guild Digital, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your advice and tips and expertise for community pharmacies wanting to enhance their digital capabilities.
0: My absolute pleasure, Dan, and I wish everyone good luck through the flu season and throughout the COVID-19 season, and we are here to help, so please reach out.
1: The Guild is committed to supporting the community pharmacy industry's transition to a digital environment. This episode is part of our ongoing series on digital enablement in pharmacy. Members have access to the Guild Digital Health Hub designed To support members in accessing authoritative information and guidance on community pharmacy-related digital health initiatives and opportunities, visit guild.org.au to find out more. Guild Digital knows the community pharmacy industry, is the trusted leader in pharmacy websites, and can help you engage local customers with a website within your budget. Visit guilddigital.com.au to find out more. Today's podcast is brought to you with the help of the Department of Employment Skills, Small and Family Businesses, Small Business Digital Champions Project. Further information can be found at business.gov.au forward slash grants and hyphen programs forward slash digital hyphen champions. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 70 of the PBCN podcast. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit
0: guild.org.au.